Yesterday, there was like a Trump TV show, and it was pretty cool, uh, all about uh, DACA, illegal immigration, an immigration bill about to come out. Trump, I think, toying with people, art of the deal, toying with the Dems, the media, uh, and maybe even some of his own supporters. We'll get reaction to all of this as we are welcomed by Dr. Kelly Ward. Uh, Good morning, Kelly. Happy New Year. Hey, good morning, Garrett. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope everything's going well with you and your little family. Yeah, we're trucking along. I'm, I'm wanting to get more sleep, but we're, we're trucking along. Thank you very much very for that. Good. Um, well, first off, uh, before we even get any further, you're going to be in Saddlebrook today, right? People can go visit I you am. up there? 100%. I can't, can't wait. I, I'm not sure exactly what time it starts, um, but it's later this afternoon. I can, uh, I'll have it up on my, my website uh, and or my Facebook page, at Kelly Ward. AZ. Okay, fantastic. So, again, she's down here in southern Arizona. If you want to go check her out, go check out Kelly Ward up in Saddlebrook. Uh, and it's a beautiful place up there. It really is nice. Um, now, what do you think, first off, of uh, that whole Trump TV situation yesterday where, unlike any president or any politician I've ever seen, he's just like, you know what? Why don't you in the media film everything we talk about in this whole situation? What, what was your take on that? Yeah, I thought it was a great, a great political move to be able to get everyone on the record. So that, uh, you know, the Democrats in particular can't say one thing and do another. And the establishment, too. Uh, you know, they're kind of uh, having their feet held to the fire because we now know what's been going on. Well, we don't know what's been going on in the back rooms. We know what they wanted to show us yesterday whenever that's what they had to do. But I think it was, you know, politically genius. Now, one of the situations, obviously, is what to do with the DACA illegal aliens and uh, the whole misnomer. And I'm glad one of the things Trump did say is that he said they're not all kids. Some of them are 40, 41 years old. So let's, you know, get rid of that right then and there. Um, I talked to uh, a guy from FAIR, Federation for American Immigration Reform, Matt O'Brien. Yeah. He was uh, he was in charge of the basically looking over all the DACA forms when he worked for USCIS. And he said it was so ripe with fraud. I mean, even people that said that they were gang gang members were given approval. They had like a 90% approval rating, and you said you never see that. So knowing that, it really bothers me that all of a sudden there may be a deal where it's like all of a sudden one fell swoop, all the DACA people get accepted, and there's nothing we could do about it. Yeah, that the, the broad brushing and the, you know, basically just the mass uh, approval of that population is 100% unacceptable. We, we need to stop talking about DACA right now. We need to start talking about building the wall, border security, and national security. Now, that doesn't mean that we're going to ignore DACA. It means that we can't talk about a permanent fix for that population until the wall is funded and built. Now, in the meantime, it's going to take time to fund and build the wall, obviously. And Trump said yesterday it could be done in a year, which I love to hear that. Uh, he said, let's not hear about seven years ever again. Yes, let's not hear about seven years ever again. Let's hear about a year. And so during that time, while the wall is being built, I am willing to extend Obama's unconstitutional privileges that he gave to this population to work and to go to school. And then once the wall is built and that border is secure, then we can address that population. During that time, while that those privileges are are potentially expanded. We have to start engaging in extreme vetting of the DACA population. When we find criminal aliens, they need to be deported immediately. Come on, Garrett. We all know the cost of illegal immigration in this country is massive. When Trump is asking for $18 billion for the wall, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what we spend on illegal immigration. 
1.34, I mean, 134 billion, almost 135 billion a year to cover over 12 million illegal aliens and 4.2 million citizen children of illegal aliens, which comes out to about over $8,000 for each illegal alien family that is on the backs of taxpayers. We're spending almost $16 trillion on a population who shouldn't even be in this country. It's staggering. It's crippling. And it's disturbing and it's unsustainable. So to be talking about giving amnesty, which the president said on the campaign trail again and again and again that he would not do, he made promises to those angel families. He made promises to the people who were victims of illegal alien crime that there would be no amnesty. We have to be take a hard line on this and make sure that it doesn't happen. Kelly Ward is who you're listening to. She's on KNST AM 790. She'll be at Saddlebrook this afternoon, and uh, you can go check out her website later to find out when she's going to be there exactly, but you can go check her out and hear what she has to say, maybe go ask her a couple of questions. Um, Now, is there anything that you would demand that would need to be in some kind of a bill, if there were? I mean, because we've been basically trying to get perfect for so long because we know it's right. But I guess we have to come to the realization. You let me know if I'm wrong, but we have to come to the realization that we can't really get perfect. We have to get really good. So, God forbid, we have to say, all right, the 700,000 DACA people, um, you can stay at least for a few more years, blah, 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 but we get this in return. What would this be to you? We have to get the wall. Uh, what, what, uh, any, the anything wall else? E-verify? Barrier. Yeah. And it also means, um, you know, utilizing technology to the fullest. It means um, empowering Border Patrol, and it means accountability for employers and people who come here the wrong way. Use E-Verify. If people hire illegal aliens, then they need to have consequences. If people come into this country illegally, they have to have consequences. Um, I think one of the biggest mistakes that President Reagan made was offering amnesty to to people who came here the wrong way. It's become a way of life in this country, and it's become a burden on taxpayers, it's affected every aspect of our society, from health care to education to public safety to corrections to our very American culture. And so it, it's got to stop. And people who are willing to negotiate away our children's future are not the people that we want to be representing us in, in Washington, D.C. And I've never seen anything so insane in my life, whereas the outgoing Senator Jeff Flake, it seems like the most important thing to him in his life is getting amnesty. For illegal aliens, not even trying to still fight for more affordable health insurance and things like that. He literally goes on the Senate floor to talk about amnesty over and over and over again. It's like the guy's lost his mind or he's maybe just shown his true colors. Well, yes, and and I think on Friday we're going to hear an announcement from Jeff Flake 2.0 saying that she wants to be in the United States Senate. She wants to take the mantle up for McCain and Flake. Um, She wants to go on uh, as part of the Washington, D.C. establishment that has failed Arizona and failed the country. But guess what? Arizona voters have already rejected that brand of politics, and I don't think that we're going to let the wool be pulled over our eyes once again by the campaign conservatism and by a pretender um, who might enter this race uh, on Friday. Yeah, and we're, we're, look, we're, we, you know, it points to that Martha McSally is going to finally make the announcement. Um, now, she never came out in favor of Trump. She never said she supported Trump, never said she voted for Trump. Uh, and all of a sudden, she started to get a little bit cozy to Trump. 
And it goes yeah. against everything that she's basically done in the past because she was McCain Jr. and Flake Jr. She she basically yeah. was going to pick up the mantle and and take all their donors yeah. and everything and and back all their 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 you know the the business holders. So she was one of four members of Congress to write this immigration bill that actually is a really good bill. I think it might get yeah. pushed out today. Do you think? I mean, it, do you think she's just doing that because she's trying to fool people the way McCain used to right before election time? Hey, I'm the greatest guy ever. And then you get in office um, and totally total opposite happens. Yes, I, I do. I think that, that that's the brand of campaign conservatism that the establishment has relied upon um, year after year, election after election, and it's gotten us to the place where we are right now. The people of Arizona, I think, are, are much smarter. They're much more savvy. They have, um, you know, really come to know what that brand of politics is, and that's why they rejected it. Come on, Blake. Uh, didn't stay in because of this issue. And remember, I hope your your listeners will go back and look, because you're right, McSally did not uh, support President Trump. She refused to say who she voted for in the presidential election. And then suddenly, I'll tell you the day that the transformation happened, October 25th, 2017. You know what happened on October 24th? Jeff Flake dropped out of the race. Hmm. I talked to somebody from her campaign, and what he told me, and it's very sad, is that Martha sees an opportunity in this race, and she's looking for her next big thing. Well, guess what? I'm looking for the future of our country, for the future of our children, for the future of our grandchildren, not the next next big thing for Kelly Ward. It is appalling to hear someone say that, but not surprising, because that is what the political class does. You're right. And by the way, Kelly Ward is who you're listening to on KNST AM 790. And I know that you said you would uh, limit yourself to two terms, which I think is music to people's ears because there should be no career politicians. But ever since Martha came back uh, to Arizona when she wanted to run for Congress going back to 2011 after the, the shootings here in Tucson, that's all she did was try to run for Congress, try to run for Congress. And it's like she wants to be a career politician. And I think that's what we just don't want. Um, I, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. So, so let me ask you also, Sheriff Joe all of a sudden jumps in. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to be an ageist, but the guy's 85 years old. Are you worried that he may siphon some votes from you? Because he's a big Trump guy, obviously. And if he siphons from some votes from you, that's going to do nothing but help Martha McSally. Well, you know, I mean, uh, we share a base, base of support, obviously, Sheriff Joe and I. And he is a patriot. He has been a leader on trying to stop illegal immigration in Arizona. Um, you know, but... What we've done is built a very strong campaign with a broad base of support across all of Arizona and across the country. I haven't been focusing on a single issue like Sheriff Joe has. My campaign's focused on a wide array of issues and principles that are are so important to Arizona voters. Immigration, of course, repealing Obamacare, cutting taxes, making sure we don't wait 31 more years to address the tax code. Uh, trade. I mean, Martha's been horrible on trade. She's for TPP. She she was not out fighting against the Iran deal. Anything. I, actually, she has a worse voting record than Senator Flake and Senator McCain. If you look at Conservative Review and her Liberty score, it's dismal. Look at Heritage Action. She's dismal. I don't want dismal. I want a bright hope on the horizon for Arizona and for our country. And if we continue down the same establishment path, we aren't going to get there. Are we going to let Mitch McConnell and the insider class, political class in Washington, D.C., decide who serves the people of Arizona? I certainly hope not. I think that, that uh, we're going to activate. We're going to continue down the road that we've been on. We're going to continue with our, you know, our campaign is so strong. We have such a, 
a wonderful professional staff as well as grassroots across this entire state that, like, you can't believe. I think we really captured the heart and soul of the Arizona voters, not just the Republicans, not just the conservatives, but also independents and some conservative Democrats understand that the America First agenda is what I represent and have for years because I've been a part of this movement since um, way before even Trump got into the, the, uh, into the arena. And I look forward to moving that message forward and getting the job done for our people. You know, you, you brought up the campaign, the professional part of the campaign, and I've seen Ed Rollins a whole bunch of times on Lou Dobbs, and he's got a very dry wit, and he's got a way with words. Uh, and he's been around. He helped Trump. He helped Reagan. How has he helped your campaign? Yeah, he's my campaign chairman. So who could you ask right, for someone better than the, the former campaign manager for Ronald Reagan? He put out an op-ed last week in the USA Today talking about a new Reagan reg- revolution. And if people like the Reagan revolution, they should be looking to to me, actually, as one of the faces, as one of the leaders in this new revolution that people have come to expect. And so I hope that, uh, that people will, will unite, will join behind me, and help me get to Washington, D.C., to be able to, to put that you know, Trump revolution into place. Uh, I think a lot of things are going to be happening over the next few days politically. This race obviously is fluid. I enjoyed a couple of months of being the, the Republican nominee, but I really never expected to to remain in the race alone. I knew the feeding frenzy would begin at some point, and uh, it looks like it's going to happen this week. But we're, we are uh, moving uh, strongly forward with with our agenda, which is, is the America First agenda that the people of Arizona voted for in 2016 and are going to continue to support in 2018. Were you worried at all yesterday watching the Trump TV uh, TV show a bit when he talked about the, the GOP bill being the, the bill of love, which is, you know, Jeb's <laughs> words, uh, and saying that I will sign any legislation that you guys bring to me? Were you worried at all about that? Well, I don't like to hear those kinds of words. I don't like to hear, I'll sign anything that you bring, even if it's bad, because it looks good politically. That's what's not being said. Um, I think that we should be very, very focused on, on building the wall and building it first, and then you know, transitioning to the other issues that are involved in the immigration debate. And, um, you know, I don't like to hear Jeb, Jebisms being used. I think they're very low energy. Ah. Uh, I also <laughs> don't like to see people who I know are weak on the border uh, putting out bills in order to politically gain. So there's a lot of political showmanship going on right here, and the people of Arizona have to be vigilant. Uh, are you getting any help at all from the Republican Party, or is it too early for that? Oh, I have a, so much support within the Republican Party from the precinct committee men, the state committee men, many people who are in leadership positions inside um, legislative districts and, and uh, county parties. Uh, the state party has been staying pretty neutral, at, at least um, publicly. I'm not sure behind the scenes what's going on because I'm not a member of the mm-hmm. Old Boys Club. I'm not a member of, um, of any of their clubs. I'm a member of the People's Club. And so uh, we'll see. We're, we have a couple of big meetings coming on uh, up this, uh, this month. The Maricopa County GOP meets this weekend, and the state AZ GOP meets the last weekend, the last Saturday of the month. I would love to see people come out and support me at those meetings so that um, the insider class sees that the people of Arizona want something different and are supporting board for Senate. Well, we'll get you on again. I really appreciate the time this morning, but uh, I really want to get you on again, and we will as the campaign continues, and maybe even you know, based on what happens on Friday and what is said, 
Uh, we'll get you on next week to react. Kelly, I really appreciate it, and, and uh, have fun out there in Saddlebrook. Hey, it's going to be at 3.15. I did look it up on the calendar at Saddlebrook. Oh, it's dinner time out there. On, yep, join me online, Kelly Ward-AZ. All right. Kelly, thank you very much. Take All care. Right, bye-bye, Garrett. Bye-bye.